Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Simon here with my co-host Dean. Roo. We're here with, of course, your favorite podcast in the world. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast where we present each other with things and have a little chat about them uh, for reasons best known to ourselves, I suppose. But we're all doing very well. We're very proud of ourselves. Yes. Dean. Simon. I hope you've had a lovely time recently, Dean. Yes, I have. But we don't have time for chit-chat. No, we don't. We no. need to get on with the show. Dean. Urgent. Urgent matters. Urgent matters to attend to. What is the first thing you're going to show me this week, Dean? Well, my first thing, and I'll just uh, bring up the file, shall we? Yes, please. Just, uh, just bring it up. Here it comes. Here comes the file. <laughs> How many episodes think I can get away with doing this? I think it's taking quite a chunk out of uh, yeah, the yeah. time. But well, also, it's padded. I was going to say, we've got a pad for time because someone <laughs> cut things a bit short recently. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I like it because it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, this doesn't even, this isn't how we send files. So you no. <laughs> No one, That's true. <laughs> no one listening to this is probably old enough to even remember or appreciate it. No. And, uh, uh, and it's also a horrific noise. <laughs> yeah, it's very discordant. Not yeah. pleasant for anyone. No. So yeah, uh, limited shelf life, I would say. Okay, so this is slightly uh, bending the format a bit, but I think you'll let me get away with it. Absolutely. It's a thing which no longer exists, but did. And that enough, that I think it raises enough questions. Definitely, yes. Yes. This is so, this is a, a, a fertile avenue which we could go of down. Of course, in. yes, yes. Uh, I found this via the website of the excellent pop culture writer Nathan Rabin uh, from America. He used to do uh, the AV Club. He does uh, My World of Flops where he uh, covers things which like didn't didn't resonate uh, with pop culture and asked why and how and they flopped and stuff. And this okay. one has lived in my head since I encountered it <laughs> because, again, well, why does this exist? It is the dedicated Jeremy Renner app. Yes. Right. I am sort of familiar with this. Okay, go on. In that it was, a, a, like you said, a, an app dedicated just to the actor Jeremy Renner. Yes. His entire output was on there, apparently. Well, apart from any of his films. <laughs> which, yeah. which I think would be the main selling point of Jeremy Renner. But... By entire output, you just mean like... Uh, remind me, Dean. I know, I know this. I remember this. Yes. Well, basically, uh, Gordon Nathan, because I got it, it, it ceased existing before I could look at it directly. So I was, you know, genuinely quite gutted about that. Because I would have <laughs> happily spent hours scrolling through this thing. It is, as, it, as the name suggests, a, um, an app dedicated to Jeremy Renner. Photos of uh, some of his musical stylings. Um... <laughs> Yes, smoldering model looks. Uh, it links to his social network because he can't get it anywhere else. <laughs> and, you know, Instagram, Twitter and stuff. Uh, yeah, just a lot of photos of Jeremy Renner in the wild, it seems, like doing catalogue poses. Uh, yeah. This, this I find amazing. Listeners, you may disagree with me, but I don't find Jeremy Renner to be a charismatic actor at all. Well, that was part of my thinking. I mean, I, I don't, like, someone like Kim Kardashian has an app. And I get that. I don't. I don't like okay about the Kardashians, but she is essentially. They are a brand. They are, yeah. They exist to be looked you, at. You can. And, you can yeah. definitely understand why she would have an app. That's part. Yes, that's part precisely. of influencer culture. It's very much in keeping with her whole ethos. Yeah. Sure. Why would Jeremy Renner have an app? No. Who? Who? Again, he, he's a perfectly competent actor. I have. I bear him no ill will. Uh, he does a job. I don't. I can't imagine someone having the level of passion about Jeremy Renner, which would warrant downloading an app dedicated to his entire oeuvre. Not at all. Mm. I mean, 
oh, I don't know how to say this, Dean, without sounding really harsh. But, but, but there's... You know what we said last week? I don't think it's going to be a problem. There's certain mental illnesses, isn't right. there? And, yeah. you know, there was um, a woman, the, the woman who, they made a documentary about it, who was obsessed with the Radio 2 DJ microphone. Oh, um, Blue Tulip Rose Reed. Uh, yeah. The documentary I'm your number one fan. Which probably wouldn't be made these days because it's uh, yes, a yes. less than flattering portrayal of uh, mental health issues. As you exactly, said, yes. and you know, and that's why I was uh, couldn't find the the words to use. I was mm. trying to right. I guess I, I see. Tiptoe yeah. a bit a, a yeah. around, you know. It's, mm. it's 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 not it's not a fun thing, but same. I guess it's the same as when um, people become obsessed with mass murderers in jail and things like that. You yes. Know? I mean, again, I, are we, are we libeling Jeremy Renner this early? <laughs> so... uh, Jeremy, you're safe for now, but hold <laughs> yeah. on tight. Get that lawyer ready, because th- there's bound to be some kind of lawsuit coming out of my chops before the end of <laughs> yeah, this yeah. segment. It's like us, I promise. But there's nothing about him, is there? He's, like you said, he's a competent actor mm. in, in that while you're watching something with him in, you don't think, like, is that person meant to be a character in this or or is he just been hit yeah. by a car well, and I think stumbled onto set that's the thing he doesn't stand out he doesn't stand out which is a strength of as yeah. a weakness yeah, uh, yeah. Weakness. But yeah. I, I think because I'm sort of you know you hear lots of um, very unpleasant things about certain actors these days He's I think he was a bit sort of sexist in an interview once but nothing uh, beyond that God. so no again on the on the on the scale of Hollywood crime he's on the sort of the, the, the milder side so okay. yeah. so that's vaguely like, oh, you know it's not great, but you can sort of like you know, smooth over that a bit. But um, he, you know, he he has been a leading man. Uh, the Hurt Locker was his, you know, the big breakout film. But he seems to be a leading man when no one else will do it, like indie right. films or the Bourne Legacy. You know, Matt Damon. I don't do this anymore. Was he that? Was he? I haven't seen that one. The Bourne Legacy. No, I've only seen like the he first two. The, he was the lead in that. Was yeah. he? I haven't seen that. And then, one. Then, and then, and then they got Matt Damon back. So yeah. I think you know, it's, I said a lot. I think. Yeah. Um, no, he's. They gave him his own series in Marvel, or he was Hawkeye eventually. He's Hawkeye, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. He wasn't getting a film, was he? Um, no. But you know, compared to some people, like, like one guy I always think about, well, I try to remember him, uh, Sam Washington, I think his name is. It Worthington. Be Sam Worthington. Worthington, yeah. See, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he was the lead in Avatar, Avatar, biggest film of all time, by some margin. I mean, I can't even remember his name. Yeah. I mean, that, that is very powerful anti-charisma. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so he hasn't got yeah. that going for him, at least. So, yeah. but, but the idea that you, it's not that, so I'm not even asking like who would buy or download this app. It's the fact that it got to the point where it exists. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Who, who told him? You know what? You know what you would be best yeah. suited to an app. Yeah, you're, you're rather generic. Uh, you know, sort of. He's not an ugly guy. He's not especially striking guy. He's no. just there. You know, yeah. he, he just. He exists. looks a bit like Jamie Oliver to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I can totally that. see that from the images from the app. See, the app's been useful already. There we go. We yeah. found out he looks yeah. a bit like Jamie Oliver. Yeah. Could he pay his staff a pittance and make yes, them uniformly I'm sure, I'm cut sure carrots well, into a shape? I'm guessing that he didn't actually uh, pay much for this app because, um, according to Nathan Rabin, the, the link to the Jeremy Renner homepage was a, a fan site, which he didn't even make. So. Oh, my word. Now, um, here comes the libelous bit, listeners. Yeah, take this off of your uh, bingo chart. Did he use this app to set up some kind of pyramid scheme, um, scam sort of thing, Dean? Is that right? Or have I totally made that up? I do not know. Um, I wouldn't like to speculate because I have already been sued <laughs> from last week by various uh, Canadian pop groups. Um, I, 
nothing in the article says that, unless I missed it. I think I must have made that up. I'm uh, probably getting that confused with some of the... that. That rings a bell, though. I think that is a thing that's happened. Mm. But uh, for, for now, I'll not say that Jeremy We'll park that for now. We'll come back it. to this next week, Dean. We'll, oh, we'll do some research off, off mic. <laughs> we'll be reading the light letters out loud yeah. <laughs> when we get them next week. Listeners, in fact, if you've been scammed by Jeremy Renner... <laughs> Please get in touch. Please get in touch. Right yeah, in. We are trying to put a case together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, class action lawsuit. <laughs> for the defence. Yeah, for the defence of Jeremy Renner, of course. Yeah, oh, you know, know. I mean, our defence. Oh, our like, defence. Against this prosecution office. In my defence, Dean, I'm in a gentleman, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. I think that stands up in court. <laughs> You're ideally suited for this. Yeah. <laughs> I call a, I call the, the judge uh, my beak. <laughs> I, they love that. <laughs> and then I, I curtsy and I just walk straight out of court. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I mean, I go, fair enough, he is uh, in the MCU, but given the way it's going, we all will be eventually. He'd be like, jury service to the Sugar Babes, <laughs> you've all got to do it. What character do you think you'd like to play in the MCU, Dean? Um, well, if I hadn't already been taken, I think I would suit uh, Zola, the, the the short, balding scientist guy, because that's so real. Ah, but it's been taken, though, it's so you've, taken, got to, yeah. you've got to pick one. Tell you like... what else, I'll tell you what else he really took. Who? Toby Jones. Yes. My seat on a train. Really? I got a train to London from Cardiff. And yeah. uh, he's, he's, he's from his Sherlock. He was in that episode of Sherlock with the, uh, you know, he was that sort of Jimmy Savile type, um, character. I've seen Sherlock, didn't like it. That's not libel. That actually is what they were going for in the episode. Also, I'm, I'm fairly sure I'm on safe ground with that. Um, <laughs> Simon Mayo is, is preparing a massive legal case against you now, dude. <laughs> let's just call this, let's get sued by everybody. <laughs> Change the name of the podcast. But yeah, I am, um, so I did go to London for work. I, uh, had, uh, a train ticket reserved because it was Friday evening. Got there, a table seat. I thought, no, I'm working. And he told me, John, sat in my seat. I would chat up two young women, I noticed. So mm-hmm. very, oh, they're very impressed with his uh, acting chops, I'm assuming. Sure, yeah. So I sat behind him, on the seat behind him, I played uh, Winter Soldier really loud. <laughs> played what? But I had on my laptop Captain America Winter Soldier. All right. I just played this bit really loud. <laughs> Reminded everyone he's a fascist. <laughs> uh, it was petty, and I don't think you noticed. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's taken two of my things now. Uh, well, not the, not, I mean, the Zola part of the The train ticket definitely was. <laughs> do, do you speak to your agent about that like once a month? Yeah. How's, that, how's that Zola part coming? Yeah. Dean, it's already gone. Yeah, I wasn't your agent then. <laughs> well, you should have been. I'm a literary agent. <laughs> yes, I have no connection to the MCU. <laughs> Even though we're all in it eventually. <laughs> Uh, Listen up, you. Phone Hollywood now. <laughs> Get those DVDs off the shelves. I think nobody listens to DVDs. <laughs> listens to DVDs. Call yourself an agent. <laughs> oh, it's all be happening tomorrow. Who, who would I play? Uh, in the MCU, um, I think some obscure characters now. Uh, the ones who haven't been done yet. Obviously, there's plenty of X-Men to get through. Yeah, I'm loads sure of them. The adventures eventually. Yeah. It's always the blob, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's been done. He's, he's been done so a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was in Wolverine be, and... Uh, they can recast that, can't they? Oh, they recast that, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's all them fat me. They look the same, <laughs> don't they? You can say that. <laughs> you can say it. I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, oh, God. I've got plenty of other obscure characters. I think ones I, I would suit the role of. Oh, they got some nerds somewhere. I'm like, I mean, it wouldn't have been. Anyway, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> one of those. Yeah. Modoc. I can do Modoc. Do Modoc. He's yeah. been in a re- recast Modoc. Make you Modoc. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll push for that. I think I'll be. I know Tommy Jones. He can eat that word. Yeah. You owe me a train seat. Who shall I be? I think I'll be. Um... If they come up to me now, Dean, and they said to me, Simon, we've listened to the podcast and you were the way to go. Right. Marvel. We're floundering here. Yeah. We only made thirteen billion pounds in the last <laughs> film. 
we want to push that up to fourteen billion pounds, and we need you. I would say that I need to play Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I can see it though. Yeah, like the Spider Man sort of you know. Just my gut hanging, <laughs> hanging out there. Just me, and I want to play it in one of those like morph suits <laughs> oh, as well. Like, like you get it from the like <laughs> yeah. the joke shop, yeah. and just my like malformed balls, <laughs> just just huge. On, on a screen. IMAX. Yeah, yeah, IMAX, 3D. IMAX, IMAX. Everybody be crying because my balls be coming out. I'm like, no visible penis, just balls. And I'd be going, my webs, my webs. And they'd be going, stick to the script, Simon. And I'd be going, my webs, my webs. And I'd be going, you haven't even sent me a script. <laughs> this is on the screen, right? Yeah, yeah, this is all. This is the end, the end product, yeah. 200 takes, this is the best one. That's the best one, yeah. It's screen. You stick to the script. <laughs> Can you imagine the premiere? Yeah. <laughs> you turned up to take him out. Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd just be going at the red carpet like a little bit of a shame face going, oh, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> if you're a Spider-Man fan, oh, look away for the next four hours because I'm going to insist on it being a four-hour film. Well. Yeah. All the, all the fun is you running from building to building. Yeah, you yeah. You can't swing. Yeah, I can't, like, desperately short of breath. <laughs> like, it's taking every ounce of energy to hold this microphone in my hand, but I'm going to do all my stunts myself like Tom Cruise. <laughs> And we're just with my <laughs> horrific balls. Sometimes they're going, how has his balls gone behind his ass? Why doesn't he have a visible penis? <laughs> just the questions and questions yeah, and questions. Just the fact that there's one and not yeah. I'll do a questions and answer session at every show in a bit as well. Yeah. I'll just, I'll, like, go from yeah. cinema to screen to screen. Go, go screen to screen, yeah. <laughs> just, oh. just asking, like, Please, can someone give me a lift? I need to get to the Odeon in Port Albert quickly. <laughs> yeah. I've got 23 minutes uh, with credits. <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, when that happens, yes. will you have an app? Um, no, I wouldn't app. have an app. I think Jeremy Renner spoiled the apps. Yeah. I don't know why he did it. It just seems so like... He might have been... Because, you know, you said he clips some of his music on there. Like, that seems to be... Can I hear some of his music, or is it um, oh, yeah. has it been excised from the internet? It's not on the app, but maybe maybe Jeremy Renner. YouTube's bound to have it. Yeah, it was it's probably the number one thing at the moment. Jeremy Renner singing. Here we go. Well, Jeremy Renner singing. Let's have a look. What's he singing? There's called Main, Main Attraction. Attraction. That's the top one. So we'll go for that. Let's go for that. Is a Google oh, advert. advert yeah, everybody loves the advert. Interesting. Remember, this is only ten million views. Ten million views. The Jeremy Renner song, Main Attraction. That's twice as much as this podcast as it <laughs> listens. Early days, yeah. This has been up for three years now. Been even walking through a purple frame. Ah, it sounds like the sort of music they have an advert. Turn it off, then. So, uh, I wonder if uh, this was his true passion. Uh, and they thought, well, if I have an app, people will listen to my songs, I'll be famous that way. Yeah. It's like a backdoor career launcher which didn't work yeah like yes good I can imagine that this man is as much of an idiot that he would think that <laughs> this sort of yeah I don't think this yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there you know oh. it's probably not true but I, I'm gonna like to think that it's true that he thought he could remove everybody's memory of him being in you know the biggest films of the last <laughs> decade and <laughs> Platform a music career off this app. Well, um, when you put it like that, yeah, it seems a little bit far fetched, but but no, I think it's totally understandable. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the Jeremy Jeremy Renner app, R.I.P. 
what are you going to give it? Squid out of five. Um, I'm going to give it. I didn't like his face, <laughs> so that was edging me towards one. Right. But I didn't like his music either. Right. Yeah. So uh, two wrongs don't make a right. Three out of five. Yeah, I was going for three out of five because. I sort of, you know, I, I don't understand it. I don't know what the thought process was, but I sort of admire some swings to the fences wildly and misses dramatically. It's, uh, it's, it makes me, it cheers me that people still take a punt like this. Yeah. Not that he needs it though. And it's like he's, you know, he's successful enough. So it's not like he's destitute now, I imagine. Maybe everybody should have an app. Maybe yeah. every, uh, maybe not everybody, because that's, then there'd be too many. Maybe yeah. every middling actor that's somehow, Forge a very successful career. <laughs> Needs to have some kind of yeah. dreck vanity project. <laughs> Possibly. Leaving the way for you to be Spider-Man. Exactly. exactly. Yes. There yes. we go. Perfect. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. We're moving on to the next section of the show. Yeah, it is indeed my turn to show something. To do. It is, yes. Please let it not be your massive balls in a morph suit. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I've got to pay good money for that. Dean, this is about things you haven't seen before. <laughs> right, of course, yes. Now then, Dean, uh, have a little look at this. This is, I'll give you a bit of background before we start. Yeah. This is a photograph that uh, one of my friends sent me. Um, it's something that he saw on his way to work one morning. Right. And... Um, the photograph's not high quality, so I may need to explain it to you. Um, have a look at that there, Dino. Uh, okay. Uh, right. So this is a photograph <laughs> okay. of a man right. who's riding a bike with some kind of bucket, bucket on, paraphernalia, a, on yeah. a cart. Yeah. And on his shoulders there, Dean, is a Labrador. It's a Labrador. Okay. Yeah. A black Labrador. A black Labrador. It right. looks a bit like a cardigan or a coat or something yeah. on your shoulders, which a... is why I thought I needed to explain it to you. Yes, yes. Thank yeah. you for that. So my friend, Dean, he saw this. I'm going to put this photograph up for the, course, for the yes. listeners to look at, of course. He saw a man, and this was quarter to eight in the morning, cycling. I don't know where he was going. He didn't stop to ask him, but he was cycling somewhere. Right. Uh, like a trailer attached to his bike. Yeah. But he was carrying a dog on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that, you don't see that every day, No, do no, you? you don't, no. And I'm trying to <laughs> theorise about the scenario where that would be a relevant, required thing to do. Well, that's what it made me think. Yeah. So I said to my friend, why, why was he doing that? And he's like, oh, I don't know, he just passed me. You overtook him. Yeah. Like he was travelling at some speed. Okay, right. So it got me thinking about, like, what has happened there? Because this guy was going quite fast right. on a bike with bike, a right. trailer with a dog on his shoulders. Right. So do you think? Right. There's a couple of scenarios I've gone through. Okay. Here, shall I tell? Uh, shall I say them yeah, too first? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's okay. So, like one, this dog, they've they were out walking in the morning, and the dog got injured, so he's put it on his shoulders. He's taken it to the vets. Right. That's fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. Second one is. This guy, uh, he's asked to go to work, uh, realised that his wife was going to work the same day, everybody's returning to the offices, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, His wife was going to look after the dog, she's got to go to work. He gets called into work, he has to take the dog to work. (laughs) Christ, I've got a bloody big business meeting, guys. (laughs) That sort of thing. 
Oh, I've got to take this stinking hound to work for me. Good grief. Get in the trailer. That's how he talks, I imagine. Okay. Dog's in the trailer. It's weighing him down. He's going to be late for the meeting. Pop the dog on his shoulders. Hoof it to work as fast as you can go. Okay, yeah. Option three, he's stolen that dog. Right, yeah. Like the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I uh, might be mixing it up with <laughs> the character from League of Gentlemen, but didn't he have like a, a trailer full of children? He's uh, got like so that trailer is like a buffer dogs, right? Okay, uh, my assessment of your scenarios you put forward. Yes, um, the, if he's stolen the dog, now that suggests uh, that you know it's, it's a dog of value. So if it's, if it's a purebred Labrador, and others are kind of expensive, but they're also fairly common in the purebred community. Yeah. Uh, but it would suggest it's an old dog. It, well, yeah, it was a fully grown dog. Fully grown dog. Also, if it's placid enough to sit on your shoulders when you ride a bike really fast, yeah. that's an old dog, I think. Because, I, as you know, I have a small dog at the moment, which we acquired him a month ago. Um, staying still on your shoulders isn't something that he has any interest in doing. And they, they have punky bits, which stop that happening. Yeah. So I'm going to guess if he has to, he's still an old dog for reasons that you know best to himself. Yeah. Um, the, the high-powered business meeting... <laughs> Let's make the question of why he's on a bike with a bucket on it, oh, with a dog on his shoulders. What what company is he working for where that is, you know... Fully disagree with you there, Dick. Okay. The types of middle middle management cretins, oh. the ones that I deal with every day, they are full on. If not biking, then park run. Oh, they God, love right. the park run. Hmm. So I imagine this is like... The, that bloody Iron Man challenge for them. <laughs> right. This, I say, I'm really moving towards this theory as being the one now, Dean. Right. He's middle management. Oh, my. hey, we really need. We can't meet on Zoom, yeah. We're gonna have to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's one of them, Dean. He's one of them. He's he's look. I bet he's wearing a flip flop. He's <laughs> he's getting there. He's. They, that's it. That's it's the right. Iron Man for the middle, so middle man. Maybe rather than um, you know, carry a dog. Yeah, I was maybe rather than the backpack full of rocks. Like, yeah, my backpack broke. I've got to take a fucking dog. Yeah, to, to take the hunting dog. Yeah, the gun dog. Yeah, <laughs> one of those sort of things. Okay. Well, I, I can't run it out. Then caveat. Yes. Uh, well, also could be consistent with your theory. Yeah. The bucket in the back of the bike. That yeah. could be that could, could be full of weights. Weights could be full of weights. Could be full of um, P forty fives. He's carried with a bucket on his Yeah, back. he's pedalling off. Just oh, he's some sort of, staff. Yeah, superior power mover. Like he drives for the forecourt. P forty fives for everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> flings about like confetti. <laughs> yeah. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Kill. <laughs> that's the dogs. Here, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm liking this scenario. That's that's good. Yeah. What was um, scenario number one? I've already forgotten it. it oh, was, it was uh, a boring one. It was like, oh, he's just going to take a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did take yeah, a dog. Yeah. The dog was tired. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, again, it, it's plausible. But the, the fact that he's got a dog on his shoulder and he's pedaling really fast, that, that's throwing me a bit. I mean, that would... the <laughs> the vets. Yeah, the impromptu Iron Man challenge does actually, does actually add up there. I think, yeah, I've, I've got to do this. <laughs> Oh, he's really know. rich as well, isn't he? He's really, really... No, he's super well off. <laughs> yeah, he's but... not super well off, actually. He's just better off than it's I am. Sort of yeah. like, 
begrudgeful of that yeah. and jealous. Social claimer sort of as well, you know, he's very, oh, very, yeah. very, very aware of it. He definitely thinks he's worth treble what I am. Oh, right. Yeah. You know I can totally see what you mean. And that's, I've, I've, I've encountered this. I had um, remember that time I came to meet you in the pub because I got sort of conned into a, what I thought was an interview and it wasn't. <laughs> right. Good, it good was back on. when I, between, obviously between jobs, wasn't <laughs> it? I'm going to work and just do this run. It was always, um, they said he wouldn't join it for a marketing position. And uh, first of all, I said I couldn't make the day they said I could go to. It was only for a 50-minute interview. And then I thought, okay, well, fair enough, I won't, I won't go. Because I wasn't really keen on this thing. So we've rescheduled. We can, I just on email, but I, I hear the tone. You can come on Friday. I thought, all right, I guess I'll go. They'd wear a suit. Fine, no, that's an interview I would. So it turned up. And it was just basically a mean, cattle call. Like, it was just random. It, it, was, it was a scam, it was. It basically, they were trying to tell you you have a marketing position, but you... And then made you go door to door and ask people oh, to buy, buy um, uh, a certain telecommunications company's satellite package. Right. Don't say them because that could actually get me sued. <laughs> so, yeah. but there was like the interview was just like sit down. So, do you want to work? Uh, I guess. <laughs> like, can you can you walk? Yeah. <laughs> cool. And that was basically it. But then there was this guy wandering around, very much like what you said. I think his name was Mitch. So he just walked in and said, "Hi, I'm Mitch." Said, hello, hello, Mitch. He said, yeah, tell me there's like uh, 50 people applying for this job today, so you're going to have to work really hard if you want to impress me. I think, well, I've already thought about three ways to kill you. Is that impressive? <laughs> <laughs> three ways I can end your life right now because I really want to. So, yeah. Then I, they, Mitch, I don't want to impress you. I want to be paid by you. <laughs> yes, exactly. They, made, they said it was a marketing job. They said, yeah, but you've got to do market. Go off the door, right? Said, no, you don't. That's not marketing. <laughs> but apparently it is. Yeah. This is the one around this estate. They're asking people to buy I mean, satellite packages. So I don't want to do this. I just walked off. Yeah. So I went over a pint. How can you afford that? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but by the by, so yeah, that's this guy. I bet, I bet it's that same guy with a dog on his shoulders on a bike with a bucket on the back. Yeah. Or maybe he's a landscaper. Bike with a bucket. That seems yeah. like. But what, why is the dog involved in that? Why not? Maybe that's his line manager. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we've got this all wrong. Dude. Yeah, the dog's the real yeah. power. Well, he is carrying the dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, we've got this wrong. I think the dog is in charge there. Oh, okay. And he's a bastard. <laughs> he's the one who's firing people. He's the one who's firing people. Yeah, he's got a yeah. bucket of P45s. It's like the, like the old owner of the company was eccentric and left everything to his dog. Yeah. <laughs> but the dog did have some business acumen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it was a hostile takeover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I think we got the bottom of that. Yeah, I think so. I think so, Dean. Yeah. What did you give that photograph of the man carrying a dog? I give it a five out of five. There's, there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, a lot, yeah. lot going on there. Yeah, like, yeah. For a random blurry photograph, it's yeah, it proved yeah. a valuable source of information, speculation, and an education, I think, for the <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. The three R's. <laughs> Good. I'll give it uh, a very strong uh, three out of five. Because you still harbour resentment against that's that, right, that yeah. challenge guy. I understand. That. Uh, th- that and also that my friend Ryan didn't take a very good photograph. He should oh, have yeah. sped up and, and got it <laughs> yeah, the right on the chops. It's lacking. It's no app, but it'll do. It's no app, no. Ooh, if Jeremy Renner popped out from uh, <laughs> yeah. the bucket or something, <laughs> sang one of his dreadful fucking songs, which you think, like, is someone trying to advertise some... <laughs> Really low rate broadband provider, or <laughs> who knows? Anyway, three out of five, and we're on to the next segment. See you after the break, everyone. We're back, everybody. We're back indeed. And a soothing, we're break. On. A soothing break. <laughs> yes. yes. 
gently, <laughs> gently moving into section three of the show. Yes. Everybody's favourite section. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. Uh, random Wikipedia article. Random Wikipedia article where you click on a random article and discuss it, as long as it's not too um, traumatic for everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> and if it is, we'll edit it out and start again. Yes, we will. Okay, random article. Three, two, one. Here we go. Zach Hadel. Zach Hadel. Okay. okay. Not new Does to me. Not, don't know him at all. No. Okay, so <laughs> Zach Hadel. Here we go, Dean. Uh, read that out then. What have we got? Zach Hadel, born March 4th, 1993, known online as Psychic Pebbles. Mm. Is an American animator, voice actor, internet personality, writer, director, and storyboard artist. He and Michael Cusack are co-creators of the Adult Swim animated series Smile and Friends. He's also known for his internet animations, having a co-host of Let's Play web series One Plays. I'm not familiar with any of that, no. apart from the two words Adult Swim. Yes, I've seen I, some I, I know that. Stuff. Yeah, like they brought back Futurama, they yeah. gave us Rick and Morty, they are, they're, they're incredible at least. Yeah, they on cinema, the cinema, of course. Yes. One of the most... Oh. Tremendous things the last 20 years, I'd say. Okay. Uh, but I'm not familiar with Zach Hadel's work nope. at all. And this, uh, we did this um, on an episode. I can't remember which episode we did it on, Dean. And mm. it, it brought up something related to um, animated cartoons oh, that yeah, we were familiar with. Uh, in uh, Vader Zim comics. In Vader Zim comics, yes. yeah. Um, yeah so, so any initial thoughts? No, no. Um, I think... <laughs> I'm always a little bit weary when it says internet personality because that's yeah. even even in the realms of actor or voice actor that covers a wide range of yes. possibilities. Yeah, it normally just means belling. <laughs> like I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did because yeah. uh, I don't think that's an actionable term. So that's fine. Because um, obviously my my son's into the whole YouTube community, the gaming community, and stuff. Oh yeah, and that um, it, it, it is a massive, massive thing. I don't yeah, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like he's Mr. Beast and all that. Guy's got. Millions upon millions of dollars and fans and viewers, and he seems perfectly nice. It's got restaurants now, yeah. well, yeah. ghost kitchens, but yeah, yeah. So it's a thing. Uh, again, internet personality that can be anything. It could be, it could be a prankster. I yeah. always, I'm always very wary as a prankster because I have absolutely no time for that. Uh, no time for pranks at all. No, no. I mean, like, I know it's a thing. You know, like how was it? Um, even pre-internet, things like something like Jackass or like Dirty Sanchez, they were yeah, they were doing stunts. it for themselves, though, yeah. weren't they? Well, I think the difference with those two Jackass were like. The American style, they were doing it for the camera. Look at this crazy stunt. Yeah. Whereas Dirty Sanchez were doing it like the camera happened to be there. They'd be doing that regardless. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very much that sort of vibe. Yeah. Uh, but that's, again, I, I don't think Zach Hadel's done anything like that. I don't think he's ever no, stamped no, his balls so. in a fridge. Are you mad at him? I don't know. Mm. He might be a nice guy. I don't know. Uh, Beatles about was... Um... Yeah, he, was... he was a prankster, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 And Noel Edmonds, but he did... Uh... Noel's house party, the gotchas. The gotchas, the yes. Mr. Blobby, of course, yeah. Yes, Be- bearded men uh, in the 80s. Right, was, yeah. was invading strangers' lives. That was, yeah. well, that's a very common thing, wasn't it? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> we are old, by the way, just anyone listening. We're not uh, familiar with the term. In- well, I know the term internet personality, but I couldn't tell you what that is. I mean, uh, Jeremy Renner was going to be one with his app, wasn't he? That exactly. Was, there was, we go, yeah. yeah. We, 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 we've already... Um, Taking those internet personalities to task. Down, the, yeah, down, <laughs> down to task a peg or two. <laughs> I think that's the saying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Edit that out. Keep, keep it in. Keep that in. <laughs> keep that in. Keep that in. Keep right that in. then. Let's have a read about a bit more. Uh, it, it seems like uh, quite, the, oh, I'd say there's five paragraphs there, listeners. So mm. um, 
filmography. He was in a film, was he, Dean? Uh, uh, oh, of course. Uh, no, he's a filmmaker, cartoons and mm. stuff. Hand-drawn documentary plays yes, himself. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I bet he's very good, this guy, actually. Yeah, uh, list off some names, yeah, please. Uh, list names of what? Uh, TV. Of his work. Of his work, his yeah. Uh, TV, uh, Seth Rogen, Celerity for Charity. Seth Rogen's very well placed, of course. Yeah. Uh, 2020 The Present Smiling Friends 2022 Tig and Seek uh, It's quite recent then Yep so, 18 yeah. to 22 He's like he's born in 83 so he's like yeah. more than 10 years younger than us which is a fair play oh, to him. he's a whippersnapper Indeed uh, Web things like Hellbenders Ninja Sex Party mm. Web is balls Yeah <laughs> Who cares when This is on the internet there's no quality control whatsoever is there Nothing No I bet this guy just got famous talking about his balls or something like that. <laughs> Can you imagine? His... Can you imagine someone trying to get attention yeah. by talking about their balls in that yeah. length? Yeah. Uh, there's a picture of him. He looks. Um, he looks like sort of, He looks like you expect him to look really. He does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah perfectly um, normal, handsome-looking yeah. fellow, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But some said my personality is. Yeah, that sounds about right. Is this an example of his work here, Dean? It's called uh, Smiling Friends. Yes, the one. Yeah. It looked quite good. Yeah. So uh, breakfast is Michael Kuzak and Zach Hadel. Um, Michael Cusack, do you know who that is? Um, no, assuming... we mentioned him earlier in the article. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming he might be related to another... What... John Cusack, yeah, maybe. The, uh, is that what you're thinking? We'll have the Hollywood Cusacks. Let's have a look at the Cusacks. <laughs> uh, Michael Cusack. Uh, no, he's Australian. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, 100%. Uh, he, grew, he grew up watching South Park Simpsons and Futurama. That's something worth noting in your Wikipedia article. Yes, he yeah, grew up watching a TV mm, show. How unique. <laughs> Yeah, really popular ones as well, not, uh, yeah. not the most... Uh, Fancy growing up watching South Park, The Simpsons and Futurama. I saw a review once of a Russell Brand uh, biography uh, mm-hmm. when he first hit really big. I think it was called Mad, Bad and Dangerous to Know or something like that. I mean, really over-egging the pudding somewhat. Yeah. But uh, the review was very, very damning. I said, like, in the middle of the book, there's like six pages about the hand of God goal. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maradona. Maradona scored. See, good football knowledge there. And it was one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Scored against Argentina. And uh, (laughs) turns out, no, why is this in in the book? Why is this in the book of Russell Brand? Apparently he watched it and thought it was unfair. (laughs) (laughs) So cool, yeah. uh, Not that uh, you're trying to pan pan for time. I absolutely love that. (laughs) (laughs) Was was it an autobiography? A biography, yeah. Oh, a biography. Yeah, Russell Brand. That's even better. (laughs) So it's removed from Russell Brand. (laughs) And the author of this biography of Russell Brand thought it was worthwhile. (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. Yeah. That reminds me of... Remember that book we shared for many years? Oh, the the Peter Cook book. Yes, uh, yeah. so, so farewell then. I think it was called by Wendy Cook, his first wife. Simon gave it to me as a birthday Christmas present once. Yeah, birthday, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. He, said, he said he saw it in a shop for two quid. Look shit. <laughs> he thought I'd like it. Yeah. So I gifted the same book back to you on your next birthday. We had a big laugh. Yeah. And it became a thing for what the next four years. Yeah, yeah. But that book was very much like that. It was, uh, you know, read a book thinking, oh, it's about Peter Cook, the comedy icon, and all his. Uh, Troubles and strife. There was some of that in there, but the first three chapters are about interior furnishings. Yeah. When he cooks uh, kitchen flagstones, very important stuff. And it, gets, it comes back to a previous episode. Like, people can write books about anything. It's, it's, yeah. it's totally allowed. Do you remember, uh, I used to have Bruce Forsyth's autobiography. Are you talking about this? Yeah, I don't think I remember. Well, well, I used to read it to you. If you oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it rings a bell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We shared house uh, at one point before we managed to snare wives. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, it was one of the most boring <laughs> yeah, pieces of, of literature me. ever. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't wasted really be, on trees. I think, yeah, you didn't really do that as a bedtime story, but you could have done. It would, yeah. have, it would have had the soporific just, just effect. To, just pop in. You'd be trying to do something important. <laughs> I might read you an anecdote about golf. Bruce Forsyth had like a seventy-year career, and yeah. his book was thick, thick, thick book listener, mm. and not one interesting anecdote in it. <laughs> Appalling. Long-term friendship with Sammy Davis Jr. One of the Rat Pack. No, no, it nothing. Was, oh, nothing. The Queen is no, 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 nothing. No, just, nothing. Golf. Just golf. Golf, uh, which isn't. I'll, I'm going to go there. It's not even the most interesting sport to watch. No, or play. I'm sure he got married like nine times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one description of a vulva. <laughs> Would you want that though? Would you want yeah, that? Yes. So, oh, well, okay, you you good game. Good game. <laughs> yeah. Did, not even. Not even any catchphrases. Appalling. Oh, good God. Um, well, I don't know how this is, Zach Hadel, but if you could work, work, work it back in. <laughs> Get it back in, come on. Yeah. There must be a way to link Bruce Forsyth's lack of... Um... There's so many tangents. Like, we talked about that because of the contents of the Wikipedia article about his friend who he works with. <laughs> Very generic statements, which led yeah. to this big, long spiel about the contents of biographies and autobiographies, which shouldn't perhaps be there. Um Anyway, Zach Adel, well done to him. His, uh, his congratulations. Webpage. He seems to be doing very, very well for himself. Yeah, his webpage, and who am I to, yeah, is very, to um, criticise that? It's very extensive. Very extensive compared yeah. to some of the websites. To, the web pages we've we've done, it's our fourth one. We've done two so far. It's been literally one line. Yeah. So this is actually, you know, it's a treasure trove of... We've done two one-liners and two uh, cartoon-adjacent things. Yeah, we've got a bit of rhythm here, which is odd yeah, for yeah, the yeah. article. yeah. I think though this is this, we're clearly in a generation gap here because I still find entertainments which originate from and are still on the internet a little bit sort of I don't seek them out. It's not. It's yeah. not it's, I, I, they, yeah. they seem like less than. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think they are. I don't think that's true at all. But it's no. like it's not in my. And I've got the habit of I need something to watch. I'll go online and find a thing. Yeah. Like, that's not something I ever occurs to me to do. Yeah. It's it's it must be like a product of. Uh, like a mindset. Uh, yeah, totally. Us, like proper things are on TV. Mm. And if things weren't proper, then they're not on TV. If you like, follow yeah. that. We actually occupy a really interesting point in uh, social history in that we are sort of, like, I don't know if you talk now, but modern day teenagers are referred to as digital natives because they were born when the internet was around, but they've been raised by digital immigrants, people who went from no internet to the internet. Yes. And we're on, like, the right on the cusp of that because yeah. the internet arrived when we were still forming our worldview. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it was too late for me to get to the point where, like, oh, I'm going to find an internet show to watch. Yeah. Because, uh, no, I, I get, so you find things online, little sketches from, like, but it's always adjacent to the TV stuff. As in, TV stuff is proper, and online is where you get the extra bits that that person does. Yeah. But uh, maybe that's not fair. Maybe, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm the sort of person, though, I like to have the TV on as a background, like, mm. noise. I just put it on. And it's yeah. there. It's like a voice in the house sort of thing. I'm not not even watching it half time, but it's always on in in my house. Yeah. And I think uh, the way you used to just have a certain amount of channels, and uh, you was sort of directed to things. Then yes, totally, I think you yeah. used to see more stuff that you'd like not enjoy, yes, but end yeah. up having to watch. Mm. And. Like very occasionally, something good would come out of that. Like that thing where, um, just because there's nothing else on, I was watching TV AM, and I found out that you can count off the days of the month on your knuckles. Right. So every 
upright knuckle is 31, and then the divots between your knuckles (laughs) are days with 30. So you go January 31, divot, February, that's not 31. March, that's 31, divot, (laughs) that's... April, isn't it? That's not 31. So, you know, you learn things like that. Yeah. You Like, if you had to go on the Google, and you think, oh, I'll just, just pop onto Cameo or Snapchat yeah. or whatever these things are. What are they watching the kids now? Like, they're on, they're yeah. on Poopaloo or something like that, yeah. isn't it? Psycho Pebbles. Psycho, yeah, yeah, they're on there like that. How are they going to find out how many days are in a month, did? <laughs> well, I actually had this recently because I was doing a talk. Like, I wrote a book aimed at teenagers. And in one of my old um, talks, I sort of compared bits of the brain to certain TV characters. All right. These ones from Father Ted. Oh, like, yes, oh, yes. And then I updated, oh, updated, it was Rick, Rick and Morty or something. And then I thought I updated again because I, I thought to my... I asked him, like, so what, what, what TV shows do teenagers watch with characters in? They, they don't. They just, oh shit, okay, so uh, there's no, I have no cultural reference to use. I remember doing a gig once in the student union. I mentioned the Sugar Babes, and yeah. no one laughed. I thought, oh, there's a funny joke on that. But they said, someone said, who are the Sugar Babes? Said, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, is this a recent show? Because the Sugar Babes was oh, no, like, this is like, oh, yeah, when yeah. they were around. Well, yeah, I, well, well, I assume they were around. But <laughs> Apparently it would, according to the youth. <laughs> it does paint a beautiful picture of you going to the Stevens Union and just mentioning the sugar babes. Yeah. <laughs> 30 <laughs> years after the fact. You see he's getting diagrams out. <laughs> see, like, Mutia left, right? <laughs> what happened next? Siobhan was first, right? But that was before they became pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting totally derailed. I'm going to the ethnology of the sugar babes. <laughs> but I will say that a lot of people, older people today, sort of... Uh, the internet is rotting people's brains and like the kids can't concentrate anymore. And I've just spent, as a 40 year old man, I spent a good two minutes watching my friend count his knuckles <laughs> for the purpose of entertainment. So I don't know. I think we shouldn't be pointing fingers. <laughs> a perfect pointing. And on that, we should give our summation of this chap's, what's his fail? Zach Hadel. Uh, oh, I'm going to yeah. give him five stars because you're doing something I don't understand and thanks, my ignorance is no excuse. Uh, fantastic. And I have to agree with him. Is, uh, this boy, your man, Zach Hadel, hell of a boy, he's doing tremendous work there. Hell of a boy, oh, mind. He is. Oh, five stars. Five stars. I will bless him, Zach Hadel. Good work. What have we learned this week, Simon? Oh, not a lot. We've learned <laughs> that we don't know much about um, yeah. why a dog would be on a man's shoulders, no, but no. we can come up with some fantastic ideas the, about it. We don't We've got a theory. The, we need a, a few theories. A few, few theories, and we need to see if we can work that into something yeah. which will work. Stand up in court. <laughs> yes, in our defence, yeah. We also realise we don't know much about Jeremy Renner. If only there was some sort of programme or, or product you could buy to learn oh, more about I'd him. I'd love if I could just look at something on my phone about him like constantly yeah. all the time. Yeah, shame, really. Shame. shame. You know, shame. something to think about. We, well, we did learn that he looks a bit like... Um, Jamie Oliver. Uh, Jamie Oliver, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. I'll do. I mean, that's something. Yeah. We've we've emerged from this episode wiser than we started. Yeah. And uh, Zach Hadel, fair play to him, does web stuff. Oh, yeah, and, fair play to him. Simon knows how many knuckles he's got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, same time next week, Simon. <laughs> same time next week and the week after for the rest of our lives. Good night. Good night. <laughs>